Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. When the pandemic happened, I actually took a look at all those four Bibles um, that I had, and I had been keeping uh, a whole record on my computer. I wrote it all down, actually, first, and then started computing it all. But just it just started really coming to life as to the life that I'd lived in ministry. And there was no way I could keep it to myself because when I started really considering it and it was more percolated, the more it just started bubbling up. And uh, I don't know if you're a speaker or a writer out there, you'll know what that feeling is. You just can't even contain it. It doesn't mean anything until I can share it with others. And if others can learn through some of the lessons I've learned, through some of the journeying I've journeyed, through some of the challenges I've faced, uh, then it is worth sharing. Lisa Elliott has plenty of life experience, and she's using that experience to help others in her new book, Ministry Survival Guide, Straight from the Heart. In there, she explores the joys and challenges of life in the spotlight of ministry. She has relatable stories, survival tips, biblical mentors, and a Bible study that provides a valuable resource for pastors, wives, women in ministry, and anyone who desires to thrive, not just survive in the Christian life. We're going to hear all about it today on Connections. We're joined today by Lisa Elliott. She's an inspirational speaker as well as the author of three books. Uh, Lisa, today we're going to talk especially about your new book, A Ministry Survival Guide, it's called. And that sticks out to me as a former pastor and somebody in Christian radio with Colleen. I'm wondering uh, what inspired you to write this book? Give us a little bit of an idea about your experiences in ministry and how this came to be. All right. Well, my book uh, actually reflects on uh, this is our 40th year, my husband and I, in pastoral ministry. Uh, So there's a lot of experience I have to speak from. And uh, lots that this book was just inspired from all of that experience. It can be a lonely road in the life of ministry. And uh, so I share a lot of personal stories. Uh, I share some Uh, Some are humorous, some will bring a tear to the eye, some will make you choke maybe, (laughs) I don't know. Uh, And then uh, there's also some survival tips. I I share little excerpts from stories and experiences that I've had, uh, but each one is capped off with a survival tip. So that incorporates some questions uh, for personal reflection and some uh, scripture verses and questions that you can ask yourself as the reader. Uh, I also end every chapter with biblical mentors. Uh, so um, Abraham, Hagar, David, uh, you know, some of our some of our biblical heroes, uh, so to speak, and uh, some of mine personally anyway, that that's why I call them biblical mentors, uh, because they have spoken into my life uh, from God's word. And also the, the book ends with an entire study guide. So it'll be great for uh, small groups, for uh, groups of ministry people, women in particular, um, Bible studies, uh, book club discussion. Uh, so all kinds of things. I, I would describe it as a sit with it book, not just a mm. read it through book. Nice. And that, those are the kind of reviews that I'm hearing right now. So you, you mentioned um, ministry can be a lonely road. And I think for people that aren't in ministry can be a little hard for them to understand, right? Like you're surrounded by all these people and usually they like you for the most part. Sometimes they don't, (laughs) right? But even when things are going well in the life of a church, it can be very lonely for people in ministry and their spouses, can't it? Yeah, absolutely. 
And uh, so, yeah, this, this book will cover all kinds of topics that address that kind of loneliness, but also will pertain to, I believe, um, men and women from all walks of life, really, as long as you're a, a believer. Uh, there's lots of, lots of topics that I cover that, uh, that incorporate all of that. So things like finding your identity, uh, you know, dealing with the expectations that come uh, when you're in ministry in particular, uh, fortifying your marriage. If you're, you have a, a married partner, uh, you know, we all know some of the challenges that go with that and the importance of fortifying that and uh, building a, a sure foundation in Jesus Christ. Um, I also talk about balancing family and ministry because that could be challenging as well, uh, just with the pulls from both directions. Uh, I raised four children of my own in ministry, so I'm sure they can all speak for themselves, <laughs> some of those challenges. And transitions are are a very real part of life, as especially in ministry. If you're called to be kind of a a journeyer like uh, like Abraham, you know we're all on a journey. But the transitions that that take place uh, when you're called from one place to another, but also the the transition and the transformation that goes on within each of our hearts in in lieu of all of those transitions. Um, also, something that pertains to, to us having just come out of a pandemic, uh, just the importance of building a support network. Uh, it's so crucial in, in life to have a support network. Uh, preventing burnout is also a topic I cover. Uh, discovering blessings that sometimes can be obscured, depending on, on where we're at and the challenges we're facing. Uh, I also have a whole chapter on facing challenges and the growth that can can come from that and also working through hurt. Uh, I think we all can attain to, uh, can attest to the fact that hurting people hurt people. So I have an entire chapter on that and what it is to become a wounded healer instead of a walking wounded. Uh, mm-hmm. And then finally, my last chapter deals with just nurturing your soul. Uh, and that's just time spent with the Lord himself and building that relationship. So lots that can pertain to all kinds of walks of life. Um, so yeah, you cover it all. Yeah, I kind of do. You know, I think I've lived it all. Uh, yes. But I'm still living and breathing. So I think there's still more life to live. But I just felt uh, the pandemic kind of secluded me and brought me into a place of solitude to, um, <laughs> interestingly enough, and I actually put it in my introduction that it brought me out of the spotlight of ministry, and opened up the door to, uh, to just sit with my own thoughts and reflect on my own 40 years of journeying uh, in ministry as a pastor's wife and also as a woman in ministry myself. So, Well, you just mentioned it there. You've lived it all. Why did you decide now to share this with other people and and help guide them? Well, the time just seemed to be right. Um, But it's this has been percolating in my heart for years, honestly. I, I've got four Bibles that I've journeyed with the Lord with since I was 15 years old. And uh, in each one, I'm kind of a Bible marker person. So I've highlighted different verses as they've jumped out off the pages of scripture to me. I've put little happy faces besides things that make me happy. I've put little sad faces besides things that, uh, you know, have maybe made me sad or given some thought to some things. I've got dates and I've got places and I've got people and circumstances and mountaintops. You know, I've, I've kind of made little comic notes throughout my entire Bibles. And what happened uh, was when the pandemic happened, I actually 
took a look at all those four Bibles um, that I had, and I had been keeping uh, a whole record on my computer. I wrote it all down actually first, and then started computing it all. But just it just started really coming to life um, as to the life that I'd lived in ministry, and there was no way I could keep it to myself because when I started really considering it, and it was the more it percolated, the more it just started bubbling up. And uh, I don't know if you're a speaker or a writer out there, you'll know what that feeling is. You just can't even contain it. And yeah. I, guess I just feel like I've had um, it, it's not it's not it doesn't mean anything until I can share it with others. And if others can learn through some of the lessons I've learned, through some of the journeying I've journeyed, through some of the challenges I've faced, uh, then it is worth sharing. So I, that's a long answer to your question, Colleen. But. <laughs> the the prophet Jeremiah called it a fire in his bones in chapter 20. He's, he was like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. But every time I try and quit telling people the message God's given me, it just starts building up inside me. And I can't hold it in anymore because it builds up like a fire in my bones. And uh, yeah, that is totally my experience, Mike. It's just been uh yeah, a fire in my bones. That's a great, I'm, I'm going to document that. I'm going to put a little smiley face beside <laughs> Jeremiah 20. <laughs> Jeremiah 20, verse 9. It's one of my favorites. So there you go. <laughs> uh, you mentioned being in the spotlight of ministry. Explain to people what that's like in ministry and the kind of spotlight or even the microscope that you live in. Yeah, um, I walked into it very naively. Um, you know, I, I in fact, I, I didn't date a guy that was heading into full-time ministry as a pastor. He was a music flake. Well, I called him a music flake. He was a music major is the proper way. Uh, <laughs> a camping major. And so when we started dating, um, we at Bible college, neither of us had the call to full-time pastoral ministry. Uh, so I think that actually worked in my favor uh, because I was able to somehow navigate that once the Lord did put that uh, call into both of our lives to to uh, take on that that public spotlight platform. Um, but what no one could be prepared for are those expectations that are put on you. Uh, for me as a pastor's wife, you know, I think a lot of pastor's wives out there can attest to the fact that uh, your husband is the paid position. And I call it in my book. I'm the volunteer employee, you know, yeah. and you find that out very quickly when you become kind of the secretary from home, not being paid, but expected to know all the answers, to know all the whereabouts, to know what time meetings are taking place, and then not just know all about it, but to uh, actually attend all of these things and events. Right. And uh, so that's that's just that public piece of it. There's an entire chapter that that is learning to live in the spotlight of what it is to expose your private life in public um, because there's a lot of expectation that that go with it that you just can't even I even now having written a book on it I, you know I, it's hard to explain you'll have to read the book to find exactly <laughs> what that looks like and it's a great book I just finished it myself so <laughs> nice <laughs> I love that so you worked through your book yes yeah it's a work through it book it's a journal with it it's a sit with it book it's a I think I will read and reread my own book for the rest of my life. And I've been told by some of the readers already that have purchased the book uh, that that's what they're planning on doing, which is so encouraging because that's the way I wrote it. I wrote it in a conversation. 
form. Uh, you know, I tell a little story. Now it's your turn. Tell me your story or, you know, write it down in a journal. And when, when I went to write the book, I actually envisioned it that way, too. I envisioned myself sitting down in my living room, having invited a woman in who is just needing to know how not just to survive this call to ministry, but how to thrive in it. And I think that's Jesus ideal for all of us. That's that's the abundant life. Right. And uh, so I guess I, I just picture a woman sitting there. We were sharing a cup of coffee or a tea or Kool-Aid or <laughs> refreshment of some sort that way. And a box of Kleenex between us and just having a very open, honest, communicative uh, back and forth conversation about the joys and the challenges and the questions and the concerns and the tears and the sorrows of of life on this planet, but especially in ministry. Speaking of tragedy and being in the spotlight, you experienced that. For our listeners who haven't heard your story um, in our previous interview, can you just share a little bit about what has happened in your life? Yeah, well, in 2008, um, our second oldest son, Ben, was diagnosed with acute lymphoblastic leukemia. Uh, That took us on a year's journey through that illness until his death um, um, a year later in 2009, August 19th, 2009. Actually, tomorrow would have been his birthday, June 30th, and we'll be celebrating that in our own way. But uh, that was a really tricky one to navigate in the public eye because our journey became a very public journey. I posted prayer requests on a page on Facebook called a prayer for Benjamin Elliott. And that just became, um, it was worldwide. I would hear from complete strangers every day saying, you don't know me, but here, here's where in the world I am and how your journey has reached me and impacted my life and my ministry. So that became a, a book that I entitled the Ben ripple choosing to live through loss with purpose Um, There's an entire chapter in that book called The Ben Ripple that I didn't write. It was just responses of readers and prayers. uh, And uh, so that that was a book that was written as I lived it out. And as our son was dying, this book came to life. Uh, Then a follow up to that, a lot of my readers and those that were praying for us through that were still interested in our journey as a family. So I wanted to respond to that. And so I did with another book called Dancing in the Rain, One Family's uh, Journey Through Grief and Loss. And uh, that just every chapter incorporates an aspect of grief that we dealt with as a family uh, from our own personal journey perspective. Um, so that that's available as well. And uh, yeah, this it's it's been a journey. And uh, so, yeah, when this book came about, I couldn't not include that piece of it as well, because how does a pastoral family live such a private life uh, in public and in front of the public eye? And uh, amazingly, it um, God just used it and has redeemed it. and. Uh, It's become a part of our fiber as a family, each of us journeying still since then. uh, It'll be 13 years ago that uh, that Ben died this August. So that's hard to imagine. But uh, again, it's the Ben Ripple. And I think there's so much to that as well, that in God's kingdom, uh, we're, we're again, back to what you asked earlier, Mike, it's nothing that you can keep to yourself. 
if if we're living that life worthy of God's call in our life, it's worthy of sharing with others who might benefit from it, I call it. But, mm. And there's a little play on words there if you didn't pick it up. But uh, yeah, that's my prayer with with each of my books and, and this one as well, that people would truly reap the benefits of the life lessons that that I've learned that I think can really, really help and encourage and validate uh, others in their walks with God. And here we are, years later, still talking about that tragedy in the public eye. Exactly. (laughs) And I hope there's some listener out there who is really, truly benefiting from what we're sharing together. And I I truly appreciate this opportunity to to have this public moment, um, even though it feels very private and intimate with the two of you. I thank you for that. What's kept you in ministry for 40 years? Like. Mm. Four decades is a long time to do anything, but especially ministry, right? People look and, oh, that's so great. What faithful servants. But I'm sure there's been great moments, but there's been lots of difficult ones as we've heard. So, yeah, how have you two managed to keep going for 40 years? Well, I think honestly, um, and again, you'll have to get a copy of my book for yourself to see it. But the survival tips that I incorporate throughout and weave in and out of, of my book, that's how I've survived and, and chosen not just to survive, but to thrive. Um, so every topic that I cover, you know, just I, I've had to sit with my own thoughts and ask myself those hard questions of how have I done this? Um, and it and it comes with everything I've already mentioned. It comes with um, just building a a godly support network, people in your life that will make in- investments and not just withdrawals. Uh, that's such a key. Mm-hmm. Nurturing a personal walk with God has been foremost in in all of it. Uh, just really nurturing that walk. I don't know what I would have done uh, without the Lord. I mean, mind you, ministry is all about Him anyway. But you know, without Him in it, there's just really no point in any of it. Um, so that. Uh, just, yeah, the biblical mentors that I, I also mentioned, just taking note of how did they do it? How did they survive? Like, how did that the whole, I talk about Hebrews 11 and that hall of faithers, uh, how did they do it? I mean, they faced all kinds of challenges that none of us will ever taste and see of, but um, but somehow they came through and I call them weebles. Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. Now, that kind of thing. <laughs> a little bit but uh, that's called resilience in our perseverance in our how do we keep on keeping on in ministry aspect of of our life uh is fixing our eyes on jesus it's 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 all i mean a simple answer to that would be to direct you to hebrews 12 verses 1 to 4 you know that we keep on keeping on by fixing our eyes on jesus by surrounding ourselves with that great cloud of witnesses that aren't just cheering us on from heaven where my son ben already is cheering us on standing i'm sure right next to abraham you know i can almost picture him and almost hear him cheering us on but we also need god with skin on we need people around us here to to help support us that way and um yeah and and just setting joy before us i think so many of us right now, I'm not sure uh, how the two of you are finding it with listeners and responses to your program are are dealing with post-pandemic blues, but I think we're all facing it. I think it's a whole restart for each of us. Uh, and so if my book can come alongside and 
and help each one of us set joy before us by fixing our eyes on Jesus, who has so much life that will take place then and there when we all cross the finish line of our lives. But also there's life to be lived here and now. And again, that brings you back to my book that I think there are so many principles and survival tips and biblical mentors and personal stories that will just encourage the readers to keep on keeping on. And those are all in answer, Mike, to your question. How have I done it? Well, I tell it all in my book. It's, it's a, you know, there's, there's not denying how vulnerable I am in this book uh, that might, you know, shock some readers, but also hopefully inspire and encourage most of them. So. Love that vulnerability. Now, speaking of your book, A Ministry Survival Guide, Straight from the Heart, where can people pick that book up and where can they learn more about you? Well, uh, any anyone listening in can contact me personally through my website. It's Lisa Elliott, straight from the heart dot wordpress dot com. Uh, and my my email address is there if people want a personally signed copy. Uh, but the books are also available through my publisher, Word Live Press, right out there in Winnipeg, Manitoba. And um, it, the book is also available wherever books are sold through Amazon, eBooks, uh, Walmart even carries them, Christian bookstores, uh, wherever you can get your hand on, just just ask for it, and they they should have it be pulled right up on their screen. Um, but just a, another note of interest, speaking of Manitoba, I have been invited to to speak at a women's conference on September 17th, uh, right out there in the Morden Winkler area. And it's a one day event that's going to be uh, open to all that are interested. And the registration actually opens next week. And it's through Westside Community Church. And it's going to be accessible on their website. And uh, interestingly, every person attending will leave with a copy of my new book, A Ministry Survival Guide Straight from the Heart. Perfect. Uh, my other two books are going to be available there as well. Awesome. Thank you so much for making time for us. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much. This has been really awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much for making time for us. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much. This has been really awesome. Thank you. And thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.